pipes and tunnels running under Main Street were suspiciously quiet. No ominous dripping of water at a maddeningly slow pace. No whimpers of the huddled masses hiding from the ever-vigilant clock tower in the center of Black Falls. The wind tiptoed through the town, weak and wary. No animals skittered about, none of their predators stalking them, lurking in the bushes. Not one person was on the worn, cobbled streets. None of their predators were lurking in the bushes, either. The whole town seemed to be holding its breath. The last time Black Falls felt this precariously balanced on a knife's edge was almost a year ago. Those three days no one could remember, save the unshakable and gut-wrenching feeling of impending doom. No one could quite recollect the three days after Jack Devlin had moved to Black Falls. Their memories were a little fuzzy on when he had moved out. They could envision white, boundless white, then the green of fresh grass, then the soul-crushing despair of the gray oppressiveness that comes with living in Black Falls. But that feeling, the feeling of waiting for the worst thing ever to happen, that second before bullet hits the bone, every one of the townspeople could recall quite vividly. Sheriff Black sat at his kitchen table, obsessively cleaning his service revolver. The old oak tree, powerfully squatting in front of the hearse mansion, shook and shivered in the whispering breeze. Eunice Van Horn patiently knitted Lily a new winter sweater. The dull howl of the wind was deadened against the pulled shutters of the homes in town. Black Falls was getting ready for something that was unknown and thus dangerous. Not a serial killer that was the pillar of a community is now on the loose dangerous, or a swarm of genetically modified bees coming to kill us with other environmentally conscious neurotoxin dangerous, but something else in the middle dangerous. That internally clenched feeling that everyone in town had was more acutely felt by the one thing in town that wasn't used to feeling much of anything before, Black Falls itself. You have to understand, the townspeople hadn't closed their window shutters. Black Falls had done it for them. Not to protect, but to protect itself from some mysterious threat that Black Falls had not foreseen. The town had brought itself back from fiery destruction before. The town had survived oblivion, brought on by the devil, fighting the god that had created Black Falls. The town had saved itself from a banal suburban rebirth by inciting a terrible human sacrifice with far-reaching consequences that were the resulting abysmal fear the town felt without knowing why. Nature abhors a vacuum, they say, and when a god dies, one must rise up to take its place. But what would Daniel Allen's replacement be? The patient and loving type of deity? Or would it be all fire and brimstone looking for vengeance against its slain predecessor? Despite its disposition, when the new god of Black Falls comes to meet its creation, the feeling of dread will manifest in more palpable ways than just giving everyone a sense of uncomfortable malaise. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.